Welcome to the Winner Circle Podcast, where we center around entrepreneurship and community outreach. We interview a variety of creatives, small business owners, and entrepreneurs that are sharing love in our community. Make sure you guys subscribe and also leave a like or a comment. All right, guys, we're live with another episode of Winner Circle Podcast. We got entrepreneurs, brand owners, creatives, and just dope people doing cool stuff in our community. Shout out to our sponsors, to Buzzsprout, putting this out for us. We didn't stream yard, but all of our podcasts and things we do is through Buzzsprout. If you guys want to have your own podcast, shout out to them. Also, you guys need groceries, shout out to Instacart. We printed them as well, so you can just deliver right at your doorstep. But on this episode, we got AC Emmett with us, man. Um, some of you guys know him, some of you guys don't. But first of all, we just want to say from the podcast, thank you so much for taking time just chatting with us for a little bit, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to be here, and I appreciate you having me on. No problem, no problem, no problem. Hey, AC, you're doing some dope stuff, bro, and I know a lot of people know about you. But just for those that are not hip to the game, not hip to the dopeness, you mind sharing everybody who you are and what you do and what makes you so cool, bro? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, first of all, I'm AC Emic. Uh, I go by AC. It's just kind of like a full name thing. Um, but yeah, I uh, for the past year, I've actually been in the game for about 10 years now. Um, had some stuff going on when I was like 15 with Sony. Um, fast forward a little bit. Uh, after that, I was with a, uh, a boy band. Uh, we were signed to the original Backstreet Boys producer and with uh, Sharon Music Group. Uh, we toured, did some cool stuff, uh, took a break. The whole label thing didn't work out. Ended up going through like a little lawsuit um, over some contractual violations. I, I can't get too much into it, but yeah. they had they had breached the contract. So the boys and I, we were kind of sick of it. We said, you know, hey, uh, this isn't cool. We just came home from tour and everything's blowing up in our face. So. Why? 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 Um, I took, yeah, I, I took a little bit of a break and, and just went to college and got my business degree. Um, started doing work kind of in the tech world because um, that's what my dad does. And he gave me kind of like a, a leg to stand on, you could say, because I have a kid. So wanted me to have some good income. And then finally, you know, a support of, of my family and um now my fiance of they just kind of subtly every day would push me like hey you know like you gotta you gotta still do music you know i'd finally do it okay and um then out of nowhere i uh, i had a my aunt she she does painting along with my family she got me in touch with this lady named um aunt sue which she does the atlantic music fund um which helps a lot of like up-and-coming people so definitely you know tune in with her um she got me in touch with a producer and his name is renzi 808 um, and with Renzi, I was just writing some top lines and stuff like that for him. Uh, and he was sending it off to, you know, like Trey Songs, Usher, Chris Brown, uh, a few other really cool people. Um, and then I met this cat named Ivan. Ivan got me in the tree sound and I was working at tree sound for about a year, um, writing just a ton for a bunch of different people. Um, and then that's actually where I met Saint met him at the studio one night with now my um my manager big rock and ever since then i just been you know they've been saying like white slime and stuff like that because shortly (laughs) after they were like are you an artist like do you just write like what do you do and i was like no i mean i write and produce and um i i always like having the versatility of like writing for other people but um they're like well definitely should go back to the artist thing and i said yeah for sure so shortly after that they they brought me on 
with YSL and YSL loaded as you could say like the only only white cat the white slime and it's, it's been great man it's been a blessing and I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it dope 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 and I ain't gonna lie you know when I first heard about you and he was like YSL it's like okay you must be you know into it but not into it because like like you said the white slime no one's expecting someone like you to be a young thug but that's talks about the fertility and also yeah. your talent you know what I'm saying to be with the, with those cats but before yeah. talking about that I want to go to like your Vine and YouTube days because I, I saw some things like how you started bro yeah. so like let's talk about like your first time you getting signed right you're doing yeah. your Vine videos YouTube videos it's getting out there like you were being with like Cisco Entertainment right that was your first label right? yeah, psych- yeah Psycho Entertainment that's a uh, Psycho Dallas. Entertainment yeah. Okay. So, so how was that from like you know from you going from YouTube Vine, you know, doing videos and actually like putting things on paper and actually doing this for real? Like, I want to know yeah. how your mind changed with that. Yeah, it was it was funny. I had a I had a friend um, back in like 2013 or 2014. I had a friend. His name is Jonathan Matthews, and he was making some hilarious stuff on Vine. Um, yeah and and made like parody stuff and his stuff blew up i mean he was like one of those og comedy viners um and we had linked up because he lived in navarre while i was living in destin uh this is in in florida and um we had linked up and he was like yo you should post your singing stuff on vine i'll revine it we'll get it going i was like okay bet um so i was posting vines and and a few of my things had gone viral and i wish vine didn't do the whole like in the grave where they didn't even like archive like you can if people saved the vines then the, you mm. can find them but it's like i wish i would have just saved those videos because they were kind of cringy i like i like laughing at myself <laughs> from like even even if it's like a month ago and i did something i just like looking at it and be like yo that was why did yeah, i say that funny. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like, what the hell? Like, why did I sound like that? Why did I look like that? Like, I'm sure even now, like, if I look at this interview later, I would be like, oh, why Why did I have my hair like that? Like, something stupid, right. but just, like, right, right. But, yeah, no, I, I did the Vine thing, and then I had only posted, like, maybe three or four YouTube videos, and one of them I did um, Say Goodbye by Chris Brown, mm-hmm. and... I, I never really got into YouTube, but that one did pretty well. And um, there was a few labels that were actually scouting me because they were wanting to do like an all-American boy band. Because, um, you know, the Backstreet Boys and stuff like that, and, and even um, the Beach Boys, they were like, we want to do an all-American boy band again. So I was like, cool. And, and I remember one night, it was, it was random. Um, on Facebook Messenger, I started getting a bunch of email or uh messages of like hey i work for virgin hey i work for emi i work for universal like all these different people and they were all scouting um mm. over the internet like trying to find young young talent and that's just kind of how it started i'm my manager he was super cool um he was just during the time where um a lot of people were pirating music and so mm. the bigger artists were getting hit and so they couldn't fund the smaller artists so you know luckily i didn't get shelved they were just like yo it's just a hard time for everybody so we're gonna let everybody go we'll obviously hit you guys up you know in the future and it's kind of went on from there okay got it got it wow that's what's up man and now um also heard too that you was like the only pop artist and like a cma award like yeah you know you know how, but how was that though because i know when you came on stage like all right probably another country artist you know just, just looking at your stuff yeah but when you start you know doing your thing like the people were surprised or people like 
you know, like what's going on? What, like what, what happened? I was convinced by everybody to do at least one country song. So I, I said, okay. okay, cool. So what ended up happening is, is I had a connection that worked for this like, um, it, it's kind of like a company that does stuff for CMA. Mm-hmm. And they randomly one day were like, yo, like, we want you to see make us. I was like, country music awards, really? You've heard my music, right? And so I don't like, make sense. Yeah, I was like, first of all, even what I'm doing now doesn't make sense, but it's just like cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you know, when you think of YSL, you don't think of like white pop artists, you know? Right. And so, but it's just like a cool story. But now they, um, they were like, yo, we want you to perform. And I said, okay, I mean, I don't sing country. And they're like, just do one. Like, even if it's like Hunter Hayes or something generic. I was like, all right, I can do that. So they invited me in 2016. That was, that was super cool. Um, I met the dude from Cheap Trick, Brantley Gilbert. Uh, okay. I, I had met Sadie Robertson, which was cool. Which actually a friend of mine from Florida, he married her, Christian Huff. Um, Cause I, I had went to school with, with the Huffs. But yeah, that's how that's how the whole CMA thing happened. Wow. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. And, and it's funny uh, to think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, just how artists are, right? You know, it's like you had a certain mindset of how they what they look like and then what they perceive, and then you know you had a certain type of style. But I already know. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that CMA awards and also being YSL. Like a lot of people are just so interested of like who you are. You see, because. You don't want, it don't seem you have a certain silhouette, but you were all these different things. And, you know, I've seen your music, you know, you're actually making sense and making sounds that people are liking. Um, so I like the fact that you even putting yourself out there in these, t- these different, like, you know, genres per se um, yeah. for your music, you know. But um, also, too, I want to talk about like you working with uh, Tim Coons, right? Backstreet yeah. Boys. You guys yeah, were on he... tour for a little bit. Like, how was yeah. that? Yeah. So Tim is the OG Backstreet Boys producer. He has all of his home videos from when the Backstreet Boys were, were just the fetus Backstreet Boys, you could say, like, they were these, yeah. they were these kids from all over the, all over the country. And um, they, it was, it was so cool. Cause like, you've got someone who saw the beginning of, you know, one of the greatest bands. If you want to listen to the full interview and more exclusive content, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon link in show notes below.